0: Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity.
1: Challenging, thought-provoking, insightful. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, excellence killed the church how mediocrity is destroying america dr sean michael greener
2: welcome 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 thank you mr barker you know you can't listen to or watch 24 hours of television or radio without hearing mr jd barker's voice at least 10 times he is that awesome and he uh he did our announcing for us at a big discount, and we're so thankful, really, really thankful. By the way, breaking news, Finland, there's an attack in Finland, uh, police shoot the perpetrator. Um, that is not a victory, by the way. When the when the bad guy gets killed, it's not a victory. Uh, it's bringing things... Uh, into a place where that person will never do what they just did again, where they warranted getting shot. Um, real quick, we're going to have a. Uh, this is going to be a very quick show. It's going to be right in your face. We're going to get to the point very, very quickly. Uh, but I wanted to address. We're having uh, Christian Nashville movie producer on uh, now, talking about uh, censorship, and they're doing some great things. Um, and I think you'll probably want to be a part of it. But it's really awesome. But I want to say really fast. Look, um, y- y- you've heard, obviously, there were multiple attacks uh, yesterday in Spain. Uh, and and they're excited because this one attack that they did, the second one, uh, they actually, the police actually killed, I think, all of the uh, attackers, all the one or all, I think it was five of them. And that's great. I'm all for that. But we need to kill them before uh, a bunch of our people die. We need to get rid of them, get them out of here and keep them out of here. But the thing is, we have these vigils. We light these candles. We walk around. We talk about, you know, uh, uniting. You will not uh, break us apart. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Because if you bring a candle or a little bear or flowers to a fight with ISIS, you're going to lose. You're going to lose your head. You're going to lose a leg. You're going to lose your neck. Whatever. You're going to lose your life. And if you're a lady, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be uh, defiled first. That's how they work. That's just reality. If you're a little girl, you have a little girl. it Doesn't matter to you. You know. Uh, about your own life care about your little girl because they're going to defile them and you know what little boys don't fare any better uh in this perverted perverted thing well here's the thing we say well we've got to win their hearts and minds we've lost that battle you're not going to win the hearts and minds we couldn't do it all the way back to muhammad you're not going to do it now it's just not going to happen so don't be silly stop being silly stop living according to what the mainstream media tells you what you're really facing because that's not what you're facing my friends. That's not what we're facing. You say, well, that's all the way over there in Europe. News flash to you. It may be over in Europe, but you know what? It's here too. It's already here. And there's a whole faction, uh, anti-God, anti-reason, anti-any-common-sense-at-all faction on the left, and sadly, many on the right, many in churches, many are standing on the pulpit. I talk about this, uh, standing behind the pulpit uh, and, and getting us killed. And I talk about this in my book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America. I talk about that. I wrote that book uh, right after my crash. And I have to tell you, it is still valid today. I'm in the process of trying to write a follow-up to that, updating that one, putting a lot of stuff in there that, that I just couldn't fit in and uh, blah, 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 all that stuff. But that, that book is absolutely telling the truth. And we see that even though I wrote it that long ago, um, it's all coming into place. So we have pastors and we have people in the church, people of faith, whether you go to church or not, you can be a person of faith without going to church. I know that's crazy. He's heretical. Um, you know, my Wednesday show, I'm losing followers left and right. And I tell you, um, you listen to the show, you decide for yourself. If you want to click on follow or whatever, that's fine with me. It's fine with me. God bless you. You got to do what's right for you. But true information was shared on Wednesday. Anyway, all that said to say this, We have abdicated our role. We want to be seen as as kind and loving and very Jesus-like. The fact of the matter of it is, that's not the enemy we're facing. So today's show, how did today's show come about? What in the world brought us to this place? Well, I'm just going to tell you, a lady contacted me. She was referred to me, a great friend of the show, Mark Sutherland, our, our voice over on the other side of the pond in the UK, great guy. He's been a guest multiple times. He will be on, I'm sure, many, many times. He and I are going to do some stuff. Um, because he's 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 what he's got to say and how he says it is very important and very effective. So I was contacted by uh, some a mutual friend, uh, Mark Sutherland, to this lady, Kathy Amadon, and I'm just going to tell you this lady's in your face. She's going to be in your face. You you're going to have to realize she is a movie producer, and uh, you know her partner's thirty years in the New York City media entertainment industry, and they have a whole team lined up here um and they they have a movie uh, orbiter um and, and other stuff we'll talk about it as we go through but i said on my facebook live if you didn't listen to that after this go back and listen that's very brief I said on my facebook live right before the show listen folks we're we're losing the war for the hearts and minds you give up on that hearts and minds crap for the enemy that what you do to the enemy is you kill them you put a bullet through their cranium you ventilate their cranium at 3000 feet per second And, you know, you let God handle the rest of it. That's his job. It's not ours. The fact of the matter is, is we're tasked uh, not only by reason, but also by our faith to protect ourselves. You go back into protect ourselves, our country and our family. You go back into Hebrew culture and you will see that if you're in a community, you're doing bad things, bad things to God's people, you'll pay. Uh, We can talk about mercy and grace. That's God's job. God's job is to do that our jobs protect our family if you don't do that you run from that guess what pay a terrible terrible price so right now we have coming on with us uh, because we're very limited on time we have coming on with us uh kathy amadon and high power very very in it to win it uh person you might want to turn your sound down because i can hear a a huge echo and if i can hear it our uh, listeners will um all that said to say this we're going to talk about some things here today that are gonna rock your world. Now, I, I have said in the, in the Facebook Live video and, and my speeches all across the country, my messages from the pulpits all around the country, and from this microphone, I have said for years, listen, give up on that winning the hearts and minds of our enemy and start winning back the hearts and minds of our citizens. Start winning back the hearts and minds of the children out there who need to hear and see and be entertained by good and positive and truthful things. That's the bottom line. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you so much for joining the Collision of Faith and Politics and the Ninja Pastor.
0: Good morning, Ninja Pastor, and thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. You just said oh, it's a lot my of things
2: that are awesome. <laughs> thank you. Well, here's the thing. We're going to cover four key points today. We're going to talk about the importance of 3D Christian motion pictures. And let me say this. I just want to say this uh, and be real honest with the the whole audience. Look, I'm going to tell you something. Um, Years ago, Christian movies weren't all that great. If if a Christian movie, you know how it would be uh, produced and how it would be, if it ever made the big screen, a lot of times they were a little bit of an embarrassment. But I think a lot changed with The Passion of the Christ. I think that was absolutely, I have a good friend that was involved in the marketing of that, and it was a totally different way of marketing uh, a movie and it was radical success, um, inarguable success. But we've got to do good entertainment. We've got to do good entertainment. And this new thing, which is really, really taking the world by storm, is 3D motion pictures. And what if we did 3D Christian motor, uh, motion pictures, which are amazing? Listen, we've got to reach the millennials, folks. We've got to reach them. And how are you going to do it? What do they do? They walk around with their uh, smartphone and their iPad or whatever, their little tablet, or they sit behind their, their smart TV and they stream movies. They watch movies all the time. They, and, and I can't even keep up with it. Um, they don't go to the typical Christian movie. And and that's something we're going to have to just accept. Now, this ne- next point is very important. And we're going to go back through and talk to Kathy about each of these. The massive censorship on social media. Listen, folks, if you don't think that social media, Twitter, and Facebook, and and all of the other areas, if you don't think that they are throttling conservative uh, voices, especially the ones they fear, you are living in a dream world, my friends. You are living in a dream world. And the reality of it is they do it because they can, and they will continue doing it. You see all these uh, statues being torn down. Now, I'm not advocating for slavery or anybody that was about slavery. It's never been about that what's been about is true history. And the fact of the matter is you start throwing out these, um, these uh, statues and likenesses and, and, uh, and impressions on mountains and all of these things, because you don't like some of the stuff that person did. They're going to come after your cross next, the next thing to go. They're going to come after your books. They're going to come after your movies. What if, what if we could win the battle before any more shots are fired? What if we could win at the hearts and minds? What if kids out there and teenagers out there said, wait a second, this isn't what I'm hearing in my public school. This isn't even what I'm hearing in my church because my pastor is so afraid to alienate people. Now, I did a show on Wednesday. I knew I would lose followers. I knew that people would bail. I knew they would. But you know what? I had to speak the truth. It's truth not only after years of research, but also truth I've experienced directly and people that I know. Uh, the truth. And so that's okay. You got to react based on the truth. The problem is, is we've allowed the leftist media to win the battle for the hearts and minds of our children and even of our teens and our young adults and even for us. Because there's a lot of adults that go and watch movies and they know that it's against anything that they really should be standing for as a conservative or as a Christian and or as a Christian, but they do it because they want to be entertained. What if? What if we could put a great motion picture out? And, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this. Conservative political activism is weak. It's weak. It's very, very weak. But there are some people who are out there who aren't weak that are conservative Christians who said, look, I'm going to get in the middle of the battle. I'm, I'm getting in it. I'm, I'm in it to win it. I'm not in it to run. So here's the thing. Social media, we think that somehow or another by telling each other Over and over and over. Yeah, you're right. Amen. Amen. Stand up for this, that, and the other. I have a hashtag that I'm known for called hashtag decide, resolve, and stand. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. The funniest thing about it is this. This is the crazy, crazy thing. Twitter, Facebook, any other social media, it is dominated by the left because it is run by the left. So how do you get it? How do you win? How do you get back? Is it whining? No, it's changing the heart and the mind of uh, all the way from our young people, all the way to our adults, all the way from the person in the last row of the church, the person that never even uh, goes to church, never really thinks so much on the area of faith because they've been so disappointed in churches, all the way up to, and especially the pastor and leadership of the church. Now, here's our third point. If your audience, if they're conservative Trump supporters, let me, this, my audience is... Um, you know, we've looked at it, and, and, and many are. You guys know I was late into the Trump thing. Um, I wanted Ted Cruz. I was very much a Ted Cruz supporter. But I said this to my family today. I've got to tell you, and I'm, I mean this sincerely, Donald Trump may end up being my most favorite president ever, and that's a lot. That is a lot to say. Now, we want to tell you some things today, Kathy Avdon, and myself. Uh, Christian Nashville movie uh, producer, we we're going to tell you some things that are going to rock your world. In this little bit of time that we have, it's going to rock your world. You're not going to like hearing it, but I've got to tell you, you've got to understand, you've got to understand, especially, listen, if you're a Trump supporter, President Trump, uh, you know, is, is a different president we've ever had. And I believe he's the, I firmly believe this now that for such a time as this, that's why we have him. So I want you to listen if you're not a Trump supporter. I want you to listen if you are. Very important to get the point. It's very important because censorship isn't impacting the left. They'll always whine the loudest. You know that. I know that. They'll always whine the loudest. But the fact of the matter is, is they aren't. They aren't being censored. They're the ones censoring us. We've got to not let our voices be pushed into quiet. Now, number four. It's very important. Folks, we'll give a lot of money for a lot of things. We'll do an awful lot of stuff. Um, But I'm I'm just going to tell you, we'll we'll come out of our wallet. We'll come out of our billfold, uh, pocketbook, whatever it is you carry. We'll do it for a lot of stuff. But when it comes to getting involved in something that makes this kind of difference, we don't. We're quiet. We're quiet. We'll spend the money on a whole bunch of other stuff but we won't spend it on this. This is a problem. And this is a person, Kathy Amadon. in the short time that I've known her, I've learned something very, very important about her. She is a fighter. She is not going to quit. She is not going to back down. And the bottom line is we've got to get behind and beside people who are stepping in front of the slings and arrows to fight the good fight, winning the hearts and the minds of our children all the way up through our adults. Kathy, so much uh, so much appreciation comes from me right now for you fighting the fight and your business partner. Um, I really appreciate it. You have this thing called braverymovie.com for the orbiter movie. Tell me about that project.
0: Okay, thank you, Sean. And I, again, thank you so much for understanding the big picture of what we're doing and what we're fighting because it's it's about so much more than a movie um if if people go to braverymovie.com um we did we started out with that particular motion picture which we did a mock-up trailer in 2d in 3d stereoscopic seven minutes 11 scenes all original on no money that is not the finished product but we realized okay we want to do that but it's a major big production it's going to take a couple of million dollars for us to do it with the team that we have that is in the industry however uh orbiter we've been working on is a if they look at the orbiter tab we've got a big poster up and it explains a little bit about that we're holding that a little close to the vest but it, we can do it for $188,000 and we can we need to start oh, hold, on a weeks. hold on
2: what hold on what how much
0: $188,000 we can do a 3D stereoscopic christian motion picture that actually launches an entire new genre and not not 188 theater. million right now no, and you're right 188 thousand lousy dollars <laughs> and, and and the reason is my team my team of christian underground people in the east coast are, are in the industry so hollywood would get 100 and 200 million dollars to do one 3d motion picture and we've already got theater saying yes we'll bring it in we'll bring these in and, and my analogy to tell people is this you're right, you have to reach the young generation, the millennials and the future of your kids and grandkids with something that they will go see other than what Hollywood's pouring onto them because they don't go see the typical Christian motion picture. However, uh, if you if you kind of, my analogy sometimes is, you know what the Christian music industry did with rock and hip-hop music and the pushback they got back then um, with the Petra's and Toby Mac's. Can, can you imagine at the time somebody says, hey, we're going to do a Christian hip-hop. Here's this guy named Toby Mack and they're going, what? Hip-hop? Christian? Music? Well, I heard it's a, a pretty pretty big industry these days, and, and it actually reaches a lot of the same people that we will reach with our movies, that you want to have th- th- this generation of, I hate the word snowflakes, it's so not, but this generation of millennials, young people, that do not pay attention to uh, the truth, whether they don't go to church, they're, they're watching, they're getting fed, um, all this garbage that Hollywood's feeding them, uh, the anti-Christian messages and hatred, and they don't go see these Christian movies. So you want to reach them through entertainment. We can do it. And we're proving on Orbiter with the poster and the mock-up of bravery that we did that on no money. I produced the whole thing. Uh, the live action with no money, and, and then my partners put it together in very short order to show that you can do it. So if you've got a 3D TV and 3D active glasses, you're in for a big treat, and just know that's not the finished product, but that gives you an idea. The reason we want to do this and get these in the theaters immediately is we're ready to roll on Orbiter in a matter of three or four weeks, but we still got to get to 188000 so I'm going to ask people to to help us out if they would on that. Uh When you're talking about um, the other Christian movies, they are very profitable. Um, If people are familiar with, you know, Fireproof, when it started back in 08, um, their church came through at the time, and churches, I find out, don't do that anymore. But they did for $500,000, and it was an an okay, pretty good little movie. But it, it made $34 million and $20 million in DVD sales um war room i think did started with about 3 million and did about 70 million um in, in other words christian movies are profitable but you mix it with the 3d aspect of going into the theaters um hollywood's 3ds are 100 hundred and two 200 million dollar budgets so to be able to do this and start an entire genre to reach and change the hearts of the young people and give mm-hmm. them something to see and hopefully in the future I can see merchandise with Christian heroes and things of that nature, especially on the Bravery movie. So that's where we're going with this thing, but we're censored to death, literally censored to death online. So I'm ha- we're going having to take other routes and, and talking to you and uh, your audience. Hopefully they'll be listening and uh, tune into that and check out braverymovie.com.
2: Awesome. Tell me a little bit about the movie. What's What's the movie about and how does it, what is it? What happens? You know, what's the plot line here?
0: Well, now depending on which movie we're talking about at the time, uh, "Bravery" itself—the uh, synopsis is on the website. There, it's it's an Orwellian futuristic warning about if Christianity is outlawed within fifty years uh, and the Christian underground—if you can't be caught being a Christian. Uh, if you are, they had beheading parties at midnight every night, and you'll see some of those disturbing scenes in the mock-up uh, where you have Christian young Christian heroes, there'll be a Christian mentor, and, and turning the government's all-seeing eye back on itself. Uh, that kind of a production is going to actually take more money, That's, so we'll, we'll fund it ourselves. We've got three movies. Uh, there are not a couple of them that are not even mentioned on the website yet that are in different phases of the scripts and I've got a full script on another so each one is different. There's one that is a World War 2 uh, 3D very good drama um, with that it's fictional but it has a lot of, of real instances in it and we could do that one it's like 350,000 and the one I'm talking about right now is Orbiter. And we're holding that a little bit close to to our best, uh, for various reasons. But if you go to BraveryMovie.com and look at the orbiter tab and see the poster art, uh, of, it's more of a another sci-fi type thing. But it says it's uh, 240 miles above the surface of the Earth. The International Space Station has been sabotaged to further disable all U.S. O- space operations. Down below is World War III. Mm. Uh, so it, the... Uh, that, that kind of thing where it says miracles is only a prayer away. Of course, in the end, we win. We win. But that's all it's going to take to kick off an entire new genre that we are in this timeline pressure cooker right now because of the censorship and fighting what we've been fighting for the conservative cause is, is that we need to have it rolling in, in about three weeks or so. So mm-hmm. the theaters are going, okay, we'll bring it in. It won't take but a few weeks to get it filmed, and it should be out if we get started immediately in early 2018, um, which brings me, um, and, and I'll briefly say this. Other Christian filmmakers, uh, there, there's no funding source out there for them. There's no funding source out there for us. We have to crowdfund it and, and or get people to contribute because... The liberals can put out, if you look up uh, the top 10 crowdfunded motion pictures or movies, you'll be shocked. Just like Mark Sutherland said, I can't believe this junk. I can't believe Mm -hmm. I'm seeing this because I showed him how much money they throw at the liberal movies. And you get down onto that top 10 list of crowdfunded movies, and you'll see that they crowdfunded, and people were, liberals were throwing money to the tune of $800,000 and a million dollars to simple uh, kind of South Parky uh, off-color, dirty little YouTube cartoon shorts, YouTube only, two- mm-hmm. to four-minute cartoon shorts. And they throw money at these things because they like them, because it, it suits their cause or whatever. But when you say Christian movie out there, I think sometimes, at least like you touched on earlier, there's been some really bad ones because people haven't been able to, they can't do what we can do. They don't have that, that kind of skill set. But also because some people have been burned on Christian movies or, or say, hey, it's not going anywhere. This is a yeah. <laughs> big difference when you tune in and watch that trailer. So that's, that's well, the why, difference. Why do you think,
2: else? Kathy, why do you think that Christians, uh, uh, unlike the left, Christians – why don't christians support christian efforts why is it that that so many christians are so willing to plunk down fifteen dollars a ticket and go spend thirty dollars on popcorn and a hot dog or something some sort of uh soft drink and go sit in the movie theater and watch something that really rails against fifty percent at least of their values why is it do you think christians are willing to do that but they're not willing to or or haven't typically been willing to support christian efforts
0: you know that that's a good question and i wish i could figure it out i think a lot of times and and, um i went in this a little bit naive uh when we first started this endeavor thinking that the big churches would come on board and i'm finding out they're more concerned about their 12 million dollar buildings and their 56 million dollar buildings and and they are uh, not interested in getting this mm-hmm. message or even allowing their people to know about it. It's not, I mean, it's, there's a lot of good Christians out there across the country that are concerned about Hollywood, concerned about their kids and their grandkids. But if you can't get the message out through the churches and they're, they're guarding, I have to, I hate to say it, but sometimes they're guarding their funding sources. Um, you have, you can't even reach a preacher anymore on, on these yeah. big guys. They've got people for that, you know, so they'll shut you down before you ever even get to the pastor, and if you get to the pastor, they've got big nice homes and nice clothing and nice things. And I I, I don't know, Sean, I just I just started – my eyes started coming open to the point I was thinking, God's opening my eyes to what's going on in the church. And I think yeah. Mark Sutherland and I, I know we have. We've had a lot of discussion about that
2: well we uh, you know what's interesting is it, he and i have uh, become friends and he's he's just an awesome dude he's really really an he's awesome guy
0: wonderful he knows more about what's going on in this country than our people in our country
2: <laughs> well that's for that's for sure and for true and uh it is sad it, it is very uh, disheartening that that's the case but i have to say this i have to say this when I wrote my book, Excellence Kill the Church: How Mediocrity is Destroying America, I talked about this. I talked about, you know, the same thing you just said, and I was interested to hear your take on it. And we haven't talked about it before, uh, but it's interesting that it's it's dead on in lockstep. Um, you know, these big buildings and and all these things. Look, I'm not I'm not against an air quotes successful church. I'm not against a, a successful Christian organization. I'm very in support of that. The fact of the matter of it is, is we've been measuring the success and the effectiveness of the church, Christians inside, not the success of God, because God, God will have his last say. He, he will have his last say. He said, hey, you, you go build my church and, and, and you do what I've tasked you to do. He'll have his say and he'll win. But we, we have failed we have sadly failed uh, him and the mission that we have been tasked to do. Uh, And the fact of the matter is, I just think, man, oh man, you know, uh, there's a lot of folks out there that, like you say, even not even the really big churches, it could just be a relatively successful church. And those people uh, sadly end up maintaining a a kingdom, maintaining a fiefdom. And, and so the the pastor doesn't want to lose any perception of security that he has. The people don't want to lose any change in, in how they are uh, worshiping because they like it. It makes them feel good. It entertains their, their emotions. It deals with you know, their emotions, and it may or may not be relevant to real life or not, but it may or may, it may or may not, because we always talk about relevancy. That's why I like the sound of these movies, because it's relevant to this time. Um, But we talk about the relevancy of, or the relevance of church, and the church, if it's successful by the world standards, may not be relevant to scripture. Uh, I've been to a lot of churches, and I can tell you, I sit in there, and I listen, and and I think to myself, wow, I'm being entertained to death even right here in church, right here in church. And it doesn't have any relevance at all to scripture or what we're supposed to be doing in the large picture. So speaking of large pictures, tell me now, and I'm looking at, you know, we we talked about uh, the four things. I talked about the four things that I wanted to touch on. Why? And, and you touched on this a little bit, but what is it about 3D? What is it about 3D that is... Um, you know, th- th- this is the way to, to, to catch them.
0: Well, for one thing, I have a team that can do it, and it's experts in the field, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. That's important. Hollywood, Hollywood spends, nobody else in the country can do this, by the way, short of Hollywood, and they spend 100 to $200 million to do these 3D motion pictures. But why 3D on this is because a lot of times when the theaters, if a movie, if a Christian movie and some of those little dramas, are, they, they're singing to the choir. And even mm-hmm. though some of them, in my opinion, and no offense to anyone, but they're kind of lifetime little movies in a lot of cases. But yeah. that doesn't get the attention of these millennials and young generations that are in, living in a fast-paced world of video games and and fast-action movies. So why 3D? Like I read an article about an, a, a Christian movie that said, hey, even if we get a theater to agree to bring in a Christian movie, the theaters will quickly bump it to fill up the five screens with the 3D. They will bring in 3D. We've already verified, already verified that part for us. They will bring in 3D, and they also bring in 2D. So they bring in both, so you're getting a double whammy. When you look at the budgets versus the box office for the 3D motion pictures that are out there they bring in hundreds of millions of dollars Uh, I think the movie Gravity uh, I don't remember what their budget was but I do know that 90% of what their box office was was brought in through the 3D so that is just something it's it's entertaining I love 3D when I go when I can go watch a you know, any of these movies, I always went to see 3D versions. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like it, but you do have that 2D option. Um, so, and in the future, and not-so-distant future, because 3D is so huge in Japan, they're coming out with these uh, uh, TVs where you do not need glasses, the 3D mm-hmm. TVs, uh, mm-hmm. lenticular TVs. So, uh, that's going to be the next thing that they're coming out with, so you'll have them in your homes. Um, so anyway, that's a, it's just a an immensely popular uh, uh, theatrical way to put these things out to entertain people. Plus, can you imagine, Sean, the media, the press that we will get the second that we go, hey, we're doing the first new genre of 3D stereoscopic Christian motion pictures. And when you stop and think about something you said a minute ago um, about people not put, not supporting Mel Gibson. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that name, right? Mel right. Gibson could not get funding for the passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson. <laughs> you know, so you're going, you know, the churches gave him a hard time. Hollywood certainly wasn't going to touch it. Passion of the Christ would not have been made. Had he not been able to reach into his pockets with the help of his family and pull out 30 million and do it himself anyway. He told Caviezel, mm-hmm. don't do this, you'll never work in Hollywood again. And Caviezel did it anyway. Now, $800 million later, the churches are clamor to it every year. So I hate to say, if you build it, they will come. But that's, mm-hmm. I mean, when 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 Mel Gibson can't go into the churches and get money for the passion of the prize, you go, Okay, how do we do this? My partner and I my business partners and I are disgusted, really at the lack of uh, uh, funds out there. So what we had, you know, other Christian movie film producers that are a little successful, they really don't help other Christian movie film producers. Why? I don't know. But we're going, you know, you can't take it with you. If you're making 30, 50, 80 million dollars of film, and we can can put these films out about once a year, not once every five years, different ones, different storylines, then... You've got millions and millions and millions of dollars in revenue. You take that revenue. You help other Christian filmmakers. You give them the money. You let them use the state-of-the-art studio we'll build after the first movie. You you let them use that for free or in no fee when we're not using it. You help them. You fund them. Uh, <laughs> so that's part of our thing. Uh, we're not stingy people like you and I have discussed. It's not a matter of... We're doing it to be famous and greedy. We're not. Uh, for those Trump supporters out there that are, that are tuned into what's going on in the world, um, we had two choices. <clears throat> you, you don't have Hillary Clinton as president right now. How many of you can say thank God?
2: Oh, you know,
0: yeah. and And that is in, in large part because of the other thing we're going to talk about in a minute, Sean. And what we want to be able to do with these funds is use them for good, help Trump 2020, re-elect Trump 2020 campaign, uh, help fight, and we will, put a Mm -hmm. few million dollars into going after these Twitter and social media giants that are destroying our free speech and have destroyed us for the work Mm -hmm. that we did. So there's plenty of things out there that we can do, but it takes money. Our side does not have a Soros deep pocket funding source that cares more about the cause than money and i can't say that we'll be that that kind of that kind of funding source but i can say that as we go we will devote millions of dollars to our side to the Mm -hmm. christian film industry to to the to helping to write uh things of uh, things that will that are much needed out there the media, we know the the liberal media. You lose social media. Where have you, What have you got? You're in trouble. And that's well. I, I
2: want to talk about that in a second. On. I, I no. want to talk about that. I want to talk about the social media and the censorship um, of conservatives and Christian. Uh, all, all of that. You, <clears throat> tell me a little bit of, about what you've experienced in uh, the censorship area. Uh, in social media. How how has that impacted you?
0: Well, if you want me to go back to the days of what we did and caused it, I'll touch on it. If you think it's too much for your audience, say something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Let,
2: let's, let's stick to about this. I mean, this specifically and what you've been working on.
0: All right. We, we had a conservative activist team that figured out how to use We've always been a working group, not one just to complain and gripe on Facebook pages and stuff like that. We've always been hardworking for grassroots group for no money. Matter of fact, we depleted our funds for God and country for the past few years, and we could have made this movie ourselves, um, our partners specifically. However, we've given up a lot. Well, what we did, unbeknownst to us at the time, is we did a 17-month campaign to help uh, garner the support of gop co-sponsors for HR 36, House Resolution 36, which is the resolution Frank Wolf created to to create a Benghazi Select Committee. We did that, and it's on our other website, and it's actually on Bravery Movie. Well, it's on yeah, Um 17 months of our lives, three and four hours every single night, we were we had figured out how to use Twitter as an act as a as a uh, activist tool. And I was started working with the, talking to the chief of staff but, and getting updates uh, constantly. I've got proof of all of that. And because of that we were viciously attacked uh, online by a handful of people. Um, I, could, I know who these people are, and four years later I'm still being attacked. So uh, death threats and things like that, they did not want that committee. So they they kept reporting to Twitter, Twitter shuts us down, Twitter shuts us down. There's a lot to that, and depending on what you want to go into, we can touch on that later or show the other I sent you this morning. Um, so we're the real deal. Not many people will dedicate 17 months of their lives and not miss New Year's, Christmas, or Easter, three or four hours a night and me on the phone all day to make sure that happened. But we've certainly paid the price out of mm-hmm. our own money, out of defamation with, with threats and things of this nature, thus we can't be seen online fairly to even promote our christian movies because they even put out one day this must not be allowed to happen one of them put out this must not be allowed to happen when we first started bravery and put it out there and they've made sure we can't be seen anywhere it's happening to others now as far as not being able to be seen Uh, the censorship is out of control they're taking you know people like pamela geller uh, Mark Dice, they're going after Alex Jones, and they're going after uh, all the conservative uh, talk, uh, talk show people, whether it's on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. These liberals in what I call Swamp Creature Valley uh, are taking control of what we have left to get our messages out, and it's mm-hmm. criminal. So we're fighting back very hard right now, and it is in your face. It's some bold moves. That somebody has to do it, nobody's doing anything really yet to my knowledge mm-hmm. so we that's why that's why otherwise we would be able to easily go on social media like everybody else in crowdfund uh, orbiter, but we can't be seen. <laughs> because of that work. Well, let,
2: let, me, let me tell the folks what crowdfunding is because a lot of people are sending me messages now saying, well, what is this crowdfunding? What crowdfunding is, folks, is that's when you, your funding doesn't come. A lot of times how these things happen is um, you'll have an idea in mind for financial backers of a project, whether it's a movie or it's uh, uh, building something, whatever the case may be, uh, you, you you would go to those people and you would say, listen, this is what I'm doing do you want to be a part of that? Um, and they would either say, yeah, yeah, I'll be a part of it. And that's a lot of times what executive producers are. When you see a bunch of executive producers on movies, a lot of times those people, the only role that they really played was they gave a lot of money. And so they get their name on the, uh, name on the, on the, uh, mark, not on the marquee, but on the, on the credits. Well, in today's society, you know, you've, I'm not going to say the name of the organization, but they you'll see a page come out and go to my such and such page, I'm raising money for this and that. And, and I'm not necessarily against that, uh, but I think a lot of people are doing. I had saw the other day some some young girl said, look, it's my dream to travel the world, and I don't want to get a job because if I get a job, I won't be able to travel the world. Problem is, if I don't have a job, I can't travel the world, which is my dream. So what I did was I opened up this page and her name is Brittany and send Brittany on a life uh, altering round the world tour. And then it talks about all of her different dreams and where all she wants to go and why and blah, but now she's not going there to heal the sick or bring sight to the blind or feed the poor. No, no, no. Or feed the hungry. She's not doing any of that. She's going and she's just going to take pictures and, you know, bada boom, bada bang, she's back. Hey, thank you very much. You funded my vacation. I've seen them for weddings. I've seen them for people say, hey, I, I want to buy a nicer house than I can afford. And if, and if I can raise $150,000 down payment, I can afford this house. And so they do these projects. Well, kind of crowdfunding projects. They put a plea out and they, a lot of times they'll do cool little videos and, you know, put them out on social media and this is what they'll do. The difference is in the conservative world, we have to do crowdfunding sadly because uh Christians don't typically support their own. Now, Christians are very uh, conservative Christians outgive the liberal left uh by 82 percent. Study after study after study have shown us that, that when it comes to giving their own money, they'll 82 percent of the time, um, Christians will give their money this stuff, but it's got to be something that they know a lot about or, or tugs at their heartstrings or it does something, some, does something within them. So, well, I want to get involved in this. And then there's momentum and then everybody gets involved and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a big thing. Well, the only problem with that is on things like this, bravery movie, uh, what is it? Uh, what's, what's the website again where people can go?
0: Bravery movie, bravery com, And, uh, well, that's easy. they can watch. Yes, braverymovie.com, and then the Orbiter tab shows you the first movie at 188,000. Uh, like I said, we're holding that one a little close to our vest right now for for some reasons. But we've already, like I said, we could start on this thing in a matter of three or four weeks and have it out in 2018. The faster we start it, the quicker we can get it out. And then those that movie would be bringing in somewhere minimal of 10 to 15 million, probably more. That we'll just be conservative with that.
2: Bravery, on the
0: other hand, after we get the first one done, Bravery's a much bigger production. It would be like producing Braveheart or Star Trek, Star Wars, or something like that. So we could do that on a $2 million budget. But obviously yeah. it's easier to raise 188000 than $2 million, But it's still going to be 3D, still going into theaters. That gets it sure. launched with these other movies. And then uh, be able to do good with good works with those millions, Uh but crowdfunding, and I, let me touch on that for your audience. Right now on there, uh, on braverymovie.com, I would ask that people, if they want to contribute to this, if they want to help change the future of what goes into the theaters and for their kids and grandkids that are getting, there's absorbing so much anti Christian messages from Hollywood. And, yeah, and, and no doubt. all these, they're messed up in the head. I mean, the Wiccans, the witchcraft, they, I've heard one kid say, well, you can be a Wic- Wiccan Christian. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. So, mm. uh, <laughs> you know, we that's what we're doing. So if you look at braverymovie.com and you look at a couple of the tabs there that say why bravery is needed. And we posted uh, pictures of some of these things like on TV there's a show called Lucifer. And Lucifer shows this very attractive uh, young man that he is – so nice and just so misunderstood.
1: Right. Um,
0: and then you've got Iron Sky, The Coming Race too. If you haven't watched those trailers, I've had Christians watch those with me and sit and cry because that movie had a $15 million budget, which isn't a lot in, in uh, Hollywood terms, or, but a $15 million budget is done very well. But they must have thought that Sarah Palin was going to run for president back then when they started it and has a Sarah Palin likeness in the White House. and ends up popping the birds or somebody, you know, in the middle finger and an old decrepit Jesus on a cross that is evil looking with in his hands of pulling the uh, cross, you know, pulling off the cross and shooting guns in the air and taking scripture out of context. And this junk is what your kids are going to see, and you wonder why we have such a mess with, with the young generation and the riots and the people that are paid, the Soros paid, people that out here rioting and everywhere you go, they've lost their center core to God. If they ever right. had it, they probably never had it. And the only way we can reach them is through media and entertainment. We know media and entertainment. Um, losing social media is a huge deal. Not only to us, because we can't function online again, but we will continue once we get in their face like, you know, we're doing and and, uh, and really getting in their face to stop shadow banning and censoring my account to the extent nobody can see me except for the blocked, paid Obama trolls. So you're going, okay, all right, this isn't cool, guys. We're in Nazi Germany when you can't get your message out. And, and I'm going to bring up Pamela Geller again, if people know who she is, and I'm sure they do, that she, she and I actually work together. All, all right. Yeah. So you know what she's going through and what she's fighting. Yeah. She's familiar with us a little bit. Um, but we all need to join forces. One of my favorite things I say on social media, on Facebook, for the people that can see me, and it sounds, it sounds angry, and I am angry. I'm angry and frustrated. Liberals work together. Our side, not so much. And everybody has their own agenda, but when right. it comes to something like this and Donald Trump knows this because I'm seeing it on his Facebook, he's doing it, trying to do his own media thing. There's some steps he could take quickly to help balance the mainstream media, and we know how to do that, and we're trying to get that message to him. However, if you lose social media, that's how he won the election. Julian Assange, if you saw that page I sent you this morning... I just happened to see yesterday, put out there that Twitter is shadow banning and censoring everybody to the point that they are not going to allow uh, a Trump win again, basically, is what he was saying. And that's what we've been saying and screaming to the top of our lungs to anybody that would listen for months. They're not going to allow the the use of Twitter and these social media giants for us to win again when you don't have – Mainstream media to reach the masses, and then you take away social media. They're already mm-hmm. censoring a handful of Donald Trump Jr.'s tweets. They've already they're already censoring and shadow banning those in support of Trump, those in support of what he's doing to make him look like the big bad evil guy. When in fact, I feel like I think God put the right person in the right job right now. uh, And like Mark Sutherland told me the other night, he understands the depths of what we did getting that select committee because the select committee, we didn't know then, just getting co-sponsors, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. But they knew. They knew what was in the closet of that. So they didn't want it to happen. And Mark Sutherland passionately, night before last, calling me from the UK, we talked frequently, and he says, people do not understand that if Hillary Clinton had won that that the Big Aussie Select Committee is what unraveled her email scandal. And that email scandal is what cost her the election. Whether people believe that or not, she said it herself when Comey reopened the investigation two weeks prior to the election, that if it had been the election had been October twenty sixth, she would have won. She was supposed to have won. She had the media, she had fraudulent votes, she had everything going for her except that cost her. And and Mark Sutherland says I know what you did. I know what this is about. And if Hillary, thank God, Hillary didn't win or we'd be having miss as he says missiles. I love his accent. Um yeah. going over, you know, overseas right now she'd be you know, so I, I do I do know that he understands the big picture of this and we would help Mark. I told Mark I love his movie ideas. Um mm-hmm. and Mark would have, I'm sure, a career with us, um, we we want to bring in the
2: people oh, lost you.
0: that they get along there we go. that get along and just have fun doing these christian movies and just slam them out there into the theaters
2: so yeah, no doubt. that's
0: what our, that's what we're doing but we're fighting evil forces we are fighting evil forces people this is a technological or social media at least war and awesome. look what like Donald Trump's fighting now. It's war. It's a spiritual... Yeah, you never puzzle. thought you'd see
2: it, right? Never thought you'd see it. Well, Even
0: my partner said he never thought he'd see it get this
2: bad. And a, and a, I'll, I'll lay a lot of the blame at the feet of uh, my fellow Christians who were passive, who were not decided, they weren't resolved, and they certainly weren't standing. And uh, there are many all across the country who... I always tell uh, pastors, and, and there's actually churches, some of the larger churches have guest preacher committees where they'll have you come in, guest speaker committees where they're, they're, they don't, they don't even talk to the pastor about it. It's just that's their job is to look around and find people who will bring people to their church. And so I get calls like that. And I say to them, I say, hey, have you, have you looked at my social media? Have you listened to my messages? Have you listened to my radio show? Have you read my book? Before you invite me to come to your church and then whine and moan about protesters or oh we didn't know you were that way and we just like to be the love of jesus and all that stuff and be all things all people and all these different things and i say do all that first and then if the invitation still stands then i will be there and i'll bring it and uh so but the problem is is there are a lot of weak-minded people in the pews and up behind the pulpit that say we abdicate we're, we don't want to be part of that we want to be love and fluffy and all those things we don't want to be uh, controversial. We don't want to be, but look, you can't be culturally relevant if you are not in some ways controversial. Yeshua Hamashach, Jesus Christ, Jesus the Messiah, he was extremely and is extremely controversial. And the fact of the matter of it is, if we don't take up his cross, and if we don't start standing, uh, we're going to fall. And when we fall, we're going to fall hard. Com- this country is is at the verge. I'm telling you right now, America and around the world, Amen. listening to this broadcast. Amen. America is on, is teetering. And we have absolutely got to, to change how we educate ourselves and the, the culture and the media and the entertainment that we do. Uh, we have got to promote Christian conservative values through the mass media. Tell us one more time, and then I've got to let you go. Tell us one more time about where people can go to help. Now it's, I understand it's a is it a PayPal thing, so it's very, very safe? Or yeah, what I would
0: prefer about? they go to PayPal. There is a GoFundMe, and they can do GoFundMe. Uh, if they have any trouble with PayPal or GoFundMe, let me know. It wouldn't even hurt for them to email you or to email me through uh, the Bravery Movie email and let me know if they did that to make sure that these, these funds are going through the way they're supposed to be going through. But uh, the the reason for the crowdfunding, again, is because we can't raise money any other way, and we have, we're have. we at five minutes to midnight, folks. And, and mm-hmm. Jesus says, prayer without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. And people, you know, the liberals, like I said, throw money at everything. If somebody's dog needs to go to a vet, they'll throw more money at it than what we're asking for this one motion picture to get this started, and all the good we can do with the millions we raise otherwise to help the country. However, however, and... I don't know how much time you've got, but I do want to say this, is people, I, I hear, I'll pray for you. Hold on to your mustard seed. I've got my right. mustard seed, but we've been fighting the fight on the front lines to the point of total, total disappointment and frustration because I can't be seen online. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask, remind everybody, you know, people spend money on 400 some dollars on fueling up a boat and not blink. They don't pray about mm-hmm. it. They pay for the country mm-hmm. club dues. They don't stop and pray about it. They go play golf. They go spend 60 or $70 to go take a family of four to a movie and buy popcorn. They don't stop and pray about it. I'm going to ask everybody to hold your mustard seed. And please give generously to whatever you can. We're the real deal. Look at the website. Look at the We Can Compete page that shows screen grabs of the mock-up trailer next to the big blockbusters, the finished blockbusters versus our prototype. And please give generously. We're at, we're at a time now where I've only got, as as the trailer says, we've only got 24 hours to do this. Well, that's kind of where we are. So please give generously and support our cause. This is going to help the country, help your children and your grandchildren get the message of God in exciting motion pictures. And I appreciate it. Awesome.
2: That, My pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you, Kathy. And, folks, you know, here's the thing. Um, I've always said I want to bring you relevant things. I don't want to bring you. Things that are stupid uh, or pedantic, in any way, if it doesn't matter, I I don't have an interest in, in uh, you know, getting. Look, she's right. We're at the we're at the verge here. We're at the. um, It's it's just crazy. It's crazy how we have just we sat back, and we were complacent, and now here we are. It's tragic, but it doesn't have to be that way, folks. You've heard. Uh, where to get involved, braverymovie.com, you've heard that, it's time to get involved, it's time to um, stop talking about praying about things, still pray, I'm not against praying, I'm like her, hey, you. you, let me tell you something, let me tell you something, you got to get after it, we're to work until he comes, and we've got a big battle to fight here, arm up, and this is one of the ways you can do it, God bless you all, join me on Sunday for an hour-long message, commercial-free, Sundays with Dr. Sean. It's at the same channel. You can listen here. I sure would be honored to have you. Uh, It's an honor to have you today. Thank you to all of you who have joined me today. Um, It really means a lot to me. God bless you all.
1: Join us next time for the collision of faith and politics. And please follow this show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Ninja Pastor. And follow Dr. Sean on Twitter at the Ninja Pastor and on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash God in Country Radio and at www.drSeanGreener.com. In the meantime, Dr. Sean will be fighting for you and for this great country. Thank you for joining in this fight.